do like um, 50 start and stop 50 try and errors i've heard to just start recording this thing in here because there's literally no good or no there's no perfect way to start recording this so i'm just going to record it here man just see how it goes this is the very first episode of the love football and in this episode we'll be talking about the winners and the euro users losers of Euro 2020, played in 2021, of course, and uh, some pretty, pretty exciting um, names I'm going to be talking about, and I want to see you guys' reactions. So, yes, fingers crossed through this, I'm very excited to bring this first episode to you. And uh, talking about the winners and the losers, why should I even start from? Do I start talking about the winners or start talking about the losers or just kind of mix them? Let's see. Mm-mm. I think I'll just start uh, from the. Mm, name, name, name for that. Okay. I start from the winners of the Euro 2020. Who are the big winners, surprise winners of this competition? Oh, I have some pretty exciting names here, and I feel like you guys will agree with me. And if you, if you disagree, just please um, send me a voice so that I can, can always talk about it later on. Uh, okay, let's do this. I might be sounding a little bit, um, my, bright, my breath might be sounding a little bit heavy because it's quite cold here. So, kind of just bear with me for now. Uh, the obvious uh, pick, I think everybody will want to agree with me here, is to be Italy and uh, Roberto Mancini. What is competition they had? Unbelievable. Right from the beginning of competition to the very end, they were the only or don't, don't let me say the only they were the most consistent team throughout the competition and i would like to give it to them because they worked their asses out to win this competition not i'm not they're, 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 i'm not adding them to the win to the to the winners because they won it of course but the manner in which they, they won it was phenomenal they won they beat the top the, the toughest or the biggest one of the biggest teams they beat the best ranked team in the world to win it beat england of course they beat a lot of uh, big countries i cannot even start mentioning of course and uh, i don't think they could have um, achieved any of this without of course their manager roberto mancini i've always been a fan of roberto, of roberto from his master days i never really knew him before the master days but the guy is the winner yeah I give it to him. He's a born winner, and he knows how to win competitions. Right from his days in Man City, he knows how to win competitions. And uh, Italy, from 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 the beginning of competition, Italy were never uh, Italy were never among the favorites to win. Favorite to win, of course, France, Belgium, maybe Portugal. Some people might say England. I was rooting for England. Just let me chip that in. From the beginning, every anybody that knows me and has directed me throughout the competition, we know that I rooted for England from the beginning to the end. So I was so sorry they lost. But yeah, Italy and Roberto Mancini. Congratulations to Mr. Mancini. We, they had a phenomenal competition and 
the manner in which they won it. They won it playing their own game, playing their own attacking style of football. Right from the and they did not have a easy, easy road to be sincere. They had to beat uh, Belgium in that. And uh, of course they beat um, Switzerland and it's quite um, um which other country did they win? Oh yeah. <laughs> How can I forget that they beat Spain? They beat Spain in the semi-final too. Quite a very good run, and uh, their unbeaten run still continues. I think uh, they are on about. Uh, um, if I'm not mistaken, I think they are on about um, 34 games unbeaten now, and <laughs> it's quite a huge feat. It's a good huge achievement and. Like I said, these guys were down there before the competition. They did not even qualify for the World Cup. And yeah, to come from nowhere to win the competition is a very, very big thing. So a round of applause for uh, applaud uh, for Roberto Mancini and his team. And talking about the team itself, I think one of the winners of the of the Italy, the, the, the winners of Italian teams is um, Donnarumma. What a competition he had to. He had a very fantastic um, competition, and of course, he denied England the trophy by being a very big man at the post during the penalty shootouts. Also, Federico Chiesa, what a player! He, I've known him from his from his days in Fiorentina, and he has always been a player for me that I admire so much. And he still continued to prove what he was, what he's capable of. Rather, in the competition, we have uh, people like um, Lucatelli too. Before the competition, very, very few people knew about uh, Manuel Lucatelli. And uh, from just it, it, it took, it took, it took his chances when the variety wasn't there. And now everybody, at least he has made his name. Has made a name for himself, so big thumbs up for him and the team generally. So, another uh, winner in this uh, competition is Luke Shaw. What a competition Luke Shaw had! He, can, he was arguably one of the best players in the competition. And then, from reports, late reports we have that we've gathered that he even played. The, the, the latter part of the competition through a rib injury and <laughs> but for him to be selected I have been well speaks a lot about how good he has become I mean he was so good he has I just don't know where he got the composure from the he has balanced his defense with his attack he's now averaging assists every match and every now and then and his vision, his crossing, his passing, his composure, everything. I just love everything about this guy. And it's just, I feel like he's just getting there. And the Manchester United, we're here. Yeah, I'm very lucky not to have sold him. I'm a Manchester United fan, if you don't know by now. But uh, I would, like I, I've always said, it, I'm the most unbiased person. I would say things as. I see it without any bias. So, look sure what a player, um, what a competition he had. Another person is uh, 
Calvin Phillips. Wow. A lot of people do not know about Calvin Phillips. If you don't know Calvin Phillips, aside the Euros, okay. Calvin Phillips is uh, more like a defensive midfielder plays for Leeds City. It's not a totally a defensive midfielder, but say, but yeah, he, he, he can play, also play as a central midfielder, but was utilized as the defensive midfielder in the Euros and he totally outshined Teclan uh, Rice. Teclan Rice was supposed to be the main man, the full the full crew of the of the uh, defensive midfield but somehow somehow the uh, Gavin Phillips just took the shine and wow what a competition he also had. Uh, let me just but from a little from English players and go to a very surprise name in terms of uh, Jeremy Doku. I'm sure not many of us know him before the competition. I will not say I myself included. I don't know general. I did not know who he was or who he is before the competition. He came into he came in into, he came he came into the spotlight as a result of injuries to Eddie Hazard and I think Carrasco. So he, he, the, the, the manager Roberto Martinez gave him the opportunity, gave him the chance to express himself. And talking about grabbing the bulls by the horn, he did that absolutely right. He he tore uh, it tore into the Italian's defense so much. I think for me, he was he was a menace throughout the match. It was just a menace to the Italian defense. It was almost unhandleable. He was he was fast, he was skillful, he was efficient, and he also won the penalty for Belgium. So I feel like. Is an upcoming start to watch, and he's only 19 years old. Congratulations to, I think, um, Lil. I think Lil also. I think Lil got him earlier this. If if I'm not quite sure, I think it's Lil, but I'm sure one French club uh, got him for. They got he bought him around January, if I'm not mistaken. Bought him around January 2021, prior to this competition, and. Well, his price just went up. If anybody is interested in Jeremy Doku, what a player! And uh, he's let's see, let's hope he, he fulfills his potential. And uh, another person, like oh, not personal, another group of people that are winners of this competition. And I'm not sure a lot of people will appreciate this, but. The left out of the English, com- the from the, uh, the the left out uh, players from the competition, likes of Greenwood, Bissaka, Trent, Lingard, and uh, <laughs> I feel like this have been so cruel on some of these players, especially Greenwood and um, Alex, uh, Alex, Alex, uh, what am I saying? Trent. Alexander Arnold Trent. So I'm very cruel to them because they were actually picked for the competition and they were first out of competition through injury. And 
excuse me sorry it would have been quite uh, painful if england had won it because it would have been like a loss to them they would just another another lost another opportunity to 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 win the competition gone and to be honest i don't think england will have this kind of opportunity they had again to win anything this big game because they had this team by the neck and uh, they, they bottled it as english people say they bottled it um, a little bit last in the team by the way so disappointed even though i was rooting for them and i win now uh, i think i just rushed the rest uh, Cristiano Ronaldo ended up with a golden boot at the age of 36. What a player he is! I cannot tired. Is he not tired? I mean, Ronaldo. I don't think if I had had the opportunity to place a bet on who would end up winning the golden boot, I don't think I would have put my my bet on Cristiano, not that he cannot, but I just felt I did not even expect him to play the amount of games, the amount of minutes rather he played, and up to now, I'm still surprised that Portugal cannot still play well without Cristiano, and he was involved in almost all their goals, almost everything good Portugal did. Cristiano was involved. Another uh, star or shining light in the competition is uh, Renato Sanchez. What a competition he had! He did not start the first two games, but after that time, he got a, he got his starting shirt back and continued the wonderful form he was bringing from Lille. Won the league with Lille, and <laughs> it was just decision. decision there was a question. It is a questionable, questionable decision in there. Uh, Dropping Bruno Fernandes. Well, whether that whether that decision is um, right or wrong, I cannot say because they they did not particularly do well without him. They won one match though, but the gameplay was still uh, abysmal. You know we they were not. They were not effective without Cristiano at the end of the day. So, but Renato Sanchez bossed the midfield, especially the games against them. I think France. He was he was he was terrific, and uh, just a shame. Just a shame. Portugal did not go find competition because I feel like. He was growing into the competition, but unfortunately, they did not um, go far. And that uh, winner of the Euro is Sterling. Personally, I not a big. I'm not Sterling's biggest fan, but I must applaud him for the wonderful competition he had. He ended up with he ended up as England's um, highest um, scorer, I think with three goals. But you know, I think Harry Kane to had three goals, if I'm not mistaken. But um, England would have been gone anywhere near where they were if um, I, if um, uh, Ryan Sterling 
person popping up the goals, he was popping up the important goals for them. And he also won the important um, penalty at the semi-finals, even though it was a dive. You did not hear that from me, but yeah, it was an obvious dive, and uh, but still it got them to the to the to the competition final. And uh, England and everybody can say a big thank you to Ryan Sterling for dragging them to where to where they got to. And funny enough, they, during the course of competition, there was a big transfer rumor that he was going to be involved in a player plus cash deal for Harry Kane, which um, Mansi was proposing. But I don't think he would want to. They would, I think Mansi would want to reconsider after the kind of performance he put through. And uh, talking about another winner, talking about um, Pedri. I know a lot of people think it was uh, Barcelona's academy is uh, La Masia, but no, uh, Pedri was bought last year from Las Palmas, I think, uh, 5 million euros, if I remember the figures correctly. And what a competition Pedri had. You cannot just stop admiring him. He, it's more Lamassi. He looks like he, the reason why the reason why it just looks like he's a Lamassia player because he plays like a Lamassia player. He feels as if he has been in the club for a very long time. And absolutely, the guy is going places. He's going places because he's a baller. He, con- he, he, he was the heart of the midfield for Spain. Thiago could not push him out of starting competition. And uh, what a player he is. Fingers, fingers crossed, we are looking at what he can be. He was part of a bright, shining bright for Barcelona last season. He was the shining light for Spain. And as at the time of recording, he still he was called to the Olympics game. So I hope they don't wear him out like. Jack Wisher was one also. I think he got little guy needs um, pretty time to needs time to rest too. So he should, he should not burn him out. Oh, I think I'm through with the winners for now. I, still a lot of names I can still think of, but uh, let's just rush to the uh, losers. Personally. Personally, 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 the very first people on my list is um, England. Honestly, England so disappointing at the end after a flying competition. But at the end of the day, they, were, they, they I would say they, they were the biggest losers of this competition because they waited 55 years for this 55 solid years just to fluff it at the end. <laughs> So disappointing. Um, I want to combine not only England, Southgate to carry Southgate to you know. He he kind of got his status wrong in that final. I think he was too cautious. I have my observations about cautious manager. I don't like managers that defend a lot. You don't, you don't expect to defend throughout the whole match without conceding. And funny thing is, most of the time they end up conceding. England, uh, why I said England are the, one of the biggest losers? Yeah, they had, 
they played all their games at home. They did not have to fly anywhere. They had, they were well rested. They they had familiar. They played in familiar territory. They they had they they they, they had um, a pretty simple or easy path to the final competition. I think the biggest team they played was it was. Um, I think the biggest team aside Italy in the final was Germany. Besides that, they played pretty. They played countries you expect them to win. They played Denmark in the semi final. They played. Um, they played against Ukraine in quarter finals. They played against Croatia. They played against teams you expect them to win. And yeah, they got the job done. Some. Even though it wasn't the prettiest way, considering the kind of attacking talent they had, and which is what was frustrating because they had a lot of attacking talent. Even Oman, even the ones they did not even bring to the competition. But guys, um, Southgate Gate has always been a pragmatic manager left to me, and he was way too cautious, especially in the final. Was, he had no, no no right or no business in playing seven defensive minded players against Italy that is already defensive in my opinion and uh, he, he did not play to his strength left to me and which was part of why they lost and I know I got a lot of criticism when I was talking to people that if he had won the final home is saying this, yeah truth. Truthfully I would have congratulated them, I would have been happy. I told you I rooted for England, but do not expect to keep defending for about um, about uh, 85 minutes. The England scored in the first five minutes of the game and after that that was it and you do not expect to defend Ragmat and not concede this almost never happens and even if it does you would I don't I don't know I would I don't I just personally I'm not comfortable with people being so defensive. That's why I never like Mourinho as a Manchester United manager. Yeah he won he won us trophies and everything and over. Yeah, so I can't I have I have more memories of heartbreaks than joy when Mourinho is now manager and yeah. I know there are many Mourinho fans out there, but sorry to break it to you guys. He had to go when he left. And I think Sakini at that time was probably was and is still the right decision. So another loser in this condition is um, Marcos Rashford. I don't think he played up to 45 minutes through adding all these total minutes played together. I'm not even trying to exaggerate right now. And judging that he skipped surgery to just to be in this competition, and he did not win, so it was a bad. It wasn't good for him, because and was worse off again. He still, we still lost the one of the deciding penalties and got racially abused. I am not a fan of of racial abuses, but just stating a point here that Marcus Rashford. Did not have the best of competitions. Same with them, um, Jordan Sancho. If 
fall in the same category. Jinjajo did not have kind of minutes he would have wanted, and he also lost uh, the one of the deciding penalties. And um, it's very funny. Okay, coming back to this Marcus Rashford's case because if he had um, done the surgery, he would be fully fit for this season. And right now. It's just, just like almost as if we wasted time going to competition and now still has to do surgery and go out to be out for almost two months which is well it's a disadvantage for Manchester United and go to Marcus Rashford himself. Another set of people disappointing Belgium what a disappointment and I'm sure they were the one of the favorites to win alongside France and comparing the kind of quality of players Belgium have issued they have no reason not to win this competition they have absolutely replaced I have almost two to three if not two to three replacements for players that got injured and they I feel like the Brian the Brian is okay yeah the Brian is is, is a player that you want to give the ball and everything, but without the Bryna in that side, they always seem to struggle in a way. And for the golden competition, in quote, they have a lot of stars and they should be able to manage without their biggest of players. And uh, got beat by the most effective team across Italy and. It was even although the match was very entertaining one, if I'm being honest. And yeah, Belgium lost the opportunity to win a trophy this golden generation. Lost the trophy, so that's why I feel like they are part of the losers of the competition. Also, France. France. I'm not surprised France did not win. Because the hype around them was just too much. The pressure on every one of them was just too much. And surprisingly, what surprises me is the people that he lost to Switzerland. No, you can't. You, you, can, you, you, you can't be the. the it's almost illegal to be the best shot at winning the um, competition and lose to teams like Switzerland. No disrespect to Switzerland, but France should be winning that game, and they were already up. That game 3 1, they had just just needed to see it off, but no, they had to go to it. And congratulations to Switzerland for winning that game, they totally gave it all and they deserved to win that match with the way they played. And I feel like France were already, um, they were already, uh, what's the word again? They were they, they felt relaxed and they were overconfident, and that is and that is what kills you do. That what that 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 really kills you in football when you underestimate the opponent. It kills, it kills you. And France, with kind of with the pool of players they have, the pool of stars they have, they should be winning this, or at least get to the final and compete with teams like Belgium. I was expecting something like. Uh, France, England, or Belgium in the either of the three of them in the final, and 
unfortunately only England win the final and even England they don't win so nobody would have I don't think a lot of people would have predicted Italy to win the competition or to be in the final self so what a competition I feel like this this Euro 2020 was I, I really enjoyed it, this, the, the, the competition this was so interesting it's one of the most interesting European uh, competition I've ever I've seen because there was goals, there was penalties, there were own goals, there were there was a lot of drama and it was good to see the the the, the underdogs giving it all times. We see we saw what not Mastona did to uh Germany. So uh, um so uh, sorry, I not Mastona, Hungary rather. So what how hungry almost um pulled Jamie out of competition. We saw how um Austria gave Italy a, if a, a, a something to, to worry about but uh, Italy Italy got through eventually but at least the underdogs were not uh, were not ready to be on the video and they gave it a all and it was a very com- good competition generally and finally uh, losers uh, with Bruno Fernandes. Bruno Fernandes came with his uh, hype. He had a very fantastic season in the Premier League. He was the highest uh, scoring uh, midfielder in the Premier League. And uh, with over, I think, 18 goals. And you do not go 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 to this to these competitions with. Uh, with this kind of record and not expect to have the old pressure on you. Yeah, there was a lot of pressure on Bruno Fernandes, but I think the way Portugal plays is around Cristiano and not around Fernandes. So it really makes it difficult for anybody aside Cristiano to shine. So Fernandes got dropped at the end of the day and the, there was decisions, there were, there were reactions about if it was the right decision or not and everything and really it was not the right it was not the right decision to drop him at the same time it was not the wrong decision to drop him either he needed to be dropped and because it was dropping stink stink hazard <laughs> it was he had a shit competition to be honest and yeah but still they did not particularly do well 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 without him either so I think the whole problem was the whole with the Portugal team themselves. And the kind of players Portugal Portugal to add, they had they had a lot of players, they had and in terms of attack, they had Diego Jota, they had Cristiano, they had Diao Felix, they had Bruno Fernandes, they had Bernardo Silva, they had Andre Silva, they had a lot of attacking options and for them to not come out with at least something better than they gave in the competition. So very disappointing from Portugal team generally too. So yeah, and today is uh, the twenty fifth of uh, July, twenty twenty one, and uh, I would like to say this. Uh, in the next episode, I'll be talking about the transfers, 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 what to expect, and what I feel about ongoing transfers. By the way, congratulations to Manchester United on landing and Jordan Sancho. I think you will be a very very good fit for them. They feel lacking a, a proper proper winger and uh, 
for some years now and what they what the player they have in their hands now up to only only to know how to utilize him and i feel like it's not being talked about much how uh, how how the kind of kind of um, team Manchester United are building they already have players like um, Mason Greenwood they have players like uh, Bruno Fernandes they have they have players like Marcus Rashford and they already are they are adding players like uh, Jerry Sancho all these guys are all less than 23 years of age and 23 and below and it's quite frightening because you guys can go on and become great players if you can get managers too if I get a good manager, I don't know. I feel like this might be the only last. No, not it can be the only last because we are still hearing rumors that um, they will extend his contract. So, but if Manchester United can get a, a manager that can utilize, utilize these players well, I still I, left to me. I still think only as the the. He has what it takes, yeah. That, that's just him saying. He has what it takes to to take this team to become world winners and everything. But he needs to stop making some kind of charges, decisions, and which costs us a lot. And uh, that's me talking from a Manchester United point of view, by the way. So, like I was saying, next episode is going to be very exciting. I'm going to talk about transfers, rumors, the confirmed transfers what to expect and lost more so fingers crossed on that one but, so until then i hope you i, I hope you enjoyed this uh, very first episode of mutual um, football and this is my very this is just my very first attempt on podcasting so see you later bye bye have a very wonderful day